0: So Money, episode 681. Amy Lacey, co founder of Cauliflower Foods.
1: You're listening to So Money with award winning money guru Farnoosh Karabi. Each day, get a 30 minute dose of financial inspiration from the world's top business minds, authors, influencers, and from Farnoosh yourself. Looking for ways to save on gas or double your double coupons? Sorry, you're in the wrong place. Seeking profound ways to live a richer, happier life? Welcome to So Money.
0: Welcome to So Money, everyone. I'm your host, Farnoosh Shirabi. It's great to have you back. Our topic today is pizza. Specifically, plant-based, vegan, cauliflower pizza crust. Don't be making a face... I am intrigued. Amy Lacey is our guest today. She began making cauliflower pizza crust in her kitchen to find healthier alternatives to her favorite foods after she was diagnosed with lupus. With the help of her daughter, she created a proprietary recipe that her friends and family loved so much, they encouraged her to go out and sell it. And after selling the crust at her local farmer's market, she decided, you know what, time to go online. And the rest is history. Last year, her company went from negative $250,000 to earning $4 million in just 10 months. So we're going to talk about Amy's discovery, this cauliflower gold mine that she hit, and what it was like to share her pizza crust with the cast of Hamilton. And the cast of the view, Whoopi Goldberg's a huge fan. By the way, if you'd like to taste this, go to somoneypodcast.com. We've got a link where you can get 20% off cauliflower pizza crust. Click on today's episode, and in the show notes, you will find the link. Here is Amy Lacey. Amy Lacey, welcome to So Money. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. I'm gonna try to channel the true New Yorker here and and ask you Right off the bat, why mess with pizza? <laughs> 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 cauliflower pizza? Come on. You know, people are very pizza. sensitive about their pizza here in New York City. I, for one, am all for this. I'm always looking for healthier options for my favorite foods that are not so healthy. But uh, what brought
1: you to cauliflower pizza? It is a funny story, but I want to give you a few facts. Since you are so money, pizza is a $45 billion industry. And every second, I believe it's about 300 slices being eaten in America. So
0: I we- are eating about 100 of those slices. <laughs> I,
1: I, <laughs> I've seen you in person. I don't believe you, though.
0: No. <laughs> well, maybe just in my dreams.
1: But in in all seriousness, pizza is eaten by a lot of people. And it's a $45 billion industry, the diet industry, and I'm not pro diet, but I'm just gonna just make a reference to the diet industry um, is a $60 billion plus industry. And so ironically, and not on purpose, we have been able to merge the two together. And it came about Um, For my own health journey, really, I was diagnosed with an autoimmune deficiency and my family, I'm a mom of three. So I have a boy, girl, boy, 15, 13, and nine. But in 2010, when they were not teenagers and still wanted to do all kinds of fun things with us, we had Friday family fun night and it was games and pizza. And not just Friday night, but in general, I, you know, I would eat carbs and eat bread and I never realized that I had an autoimmune deficiency. So a long story short, I had a surgery that caused me to have a pulmonary embolism and they looked for clotting disorders and the autoimmune deficiency had popped up. And I had Had rashes, but I was treating myself as though they were poison oak because of where we lived. So I never connected the two until the blood work came back. And then it was like, oh, this is why I'm having these rashes. This is why I'm inflamed. So I had to quickly change what I was doing. And so that was when I started looking online and modifying pizza and trying to make it healthy and you know, I could eat it and not just scrape off the toppings because that's what I started to do. And that makes pizza very expensive. When you order a pizza and you just scrape the toppings off, it's
0: not very fulfilling. No. Well, were you a chef? Did you have culinary experience? Did you love, I mean, I guess you have to have at least a love for cooking, but why start with pizza? I guess that was your Friday night family tradition, but do you have a background in cooking? I do not, but I love to eat. (laughs) <laughs> even love- better, even more <laughs> inspirational. Cause I'm not a real chef or cook either, but God, yeah. I love a pizza. Uh,
1: and you know what? I'm not, um, I'm not a chef. And I was told this last year that that might come back to haunt me, but it's actually been a benefit. I'm really one of those very busy moms. I was a life coach at the time and a, bo- a busy mom of three kids. And basically I needed quick Things to make, quick, easy things to make. Our Friday family fun night was usually takeout. It was always pizza takeout. And the great thing about just taking the time to make the pizza, looking online for different recipes and finding the cauliflower pizza and doing it myself in my kitchen is that my oldest son, who is just a fear of vegetables. He does not like vegetables, won't touch them. I was doing a lot of sneaking vegetables into his food and I gave him one of those pizzas and he ate the whole thing, had no clue that it was a coli pizza. So I knew I was on to something. And like I said, at the time I was life coaching and health coaching. Um, Ironically, I was health coaching people that were diabetic, but they were trying to lose weight versus having gastric bypass. So I was health coaching really large people. And I started making these pizzas for my clients and they loved them. So I realized looking at the ingredients is very simple. It's just cauliflower, almost a whole head of cauliflower, mozzarella cheese, spices and eggs and they could eat it and lose weight. And for me, it was, I could eat it. And the next day I wasn't waking up all inflamed and changing my eating habits in general, got me off of a drug that was called Plaquenil that they put me on for the, for lupus. And it has terrible side effects. So it was my mission to get off that drug.
0: And I have
1: been successfully able to do that by modifying what I ate.
0: This was popular with your clients. It was obviously a success in your own home. But tell us how you made the jump from earning basically nothing to now your $4 million in sales in just 10 months. You've been featured on The View. Whoopi Goldberg loves the pizza. I believe you also served the pizza to the stars of Hamilton. I have yet to try the pizza, but I can't wait. I'm actually looking to maybe get some for lunch today. Where can I get it? Uh, but tell us how you grew this into a seven-figure business in such a fast period of time, given that your background was not necessarily in food or, you know, you were an entrepreneur, but this is a whole different ballpark.
1: Right, well, I think I have a whole story to it, but I wanna just quote one of your guests and it's Sally Crawcheck. And she talked about your biggest asset is investing in yourself. So I honestly think if I had not invested in myself, The previous year and trying to get healthy. I went to uh, Martha Beck. I was a cadet for Martha Beck for life coaching. And I really invested in myself, which gave me the confidence to move forward. And when my clients started asking me to purchase the product, they wanted to purchase it and give it to friends. I realized I probably needed to get my cottage license and I was doing it in my own kitchen. I probably needed to rent an industrial kitchen and start working out of there. So, literally, that's what I did. Pretty much, My husband and my kids and myself were making it in the beginning, which was crazy because we were We started selling it at Farmer's Market and we would be up till three o'clock in the morning the night before Farmer's Market making these pizzas, not the kids, but my husband and I. And so I realized I probably needed to get a co-packer. We were selling out at Farmer's Market. We also went into a couple local little stores here in my hometown and it was well received. And in January of 2017, I decided to go ahead and put it online and see if I could sell it on online, which was really tricky because of shipping and, and so forth. Um, we completely revamped the product in 2017, which helped. And doing the online sales through Amazon and also through our website, we've grown the business to now over 5 million. I think when I, oh, um, when I, really in it, it was a little over 4 million, and now it's been a little over 5 million. And I'll say, in at the end of 2016, which was the year we officially launched. I did all of the, I submitted for the trademarks, the licensing, did every, all the steps correctly. I was in it personally with my own personal money, a couple hundred thousand. And we had about 68,000 in sales. So restructuring the product, changing the recipe, Hiring a co-packer, getting a team that is very passionate, not focused so much on making money, but just focused on the product and paying it forward, just surrounding myself with good people and perseverance, perseverance, mm-hmm. a lot of perseverance.
0: Yes. I know. I, speaking speaking yeah. of paying it forward, you have cauliflower cares. Am I pronouncing it right? Cauliflower cares?
1: Cares. Yes. And Califlower Cares is our way to give back to the community and different organizations that I'm passionate about. So I live in Northern California, but I did choose Lupus LA to give back and Lupus Foundation, American Diabetes Association. So many of my clients were diabetic when I was coaching. So I felt a passion, strong passion to give back to the American Diabetes Association. It's a great organization. And then the mentoring project. And that's another thing that I'm very passionate about is mentors helping single parents. And I grew up, my mom was a single mom since the age of two, uh, no support. And we really struggled. I remember she was making my clothes and I think that's watching her work And then wanting certain things as a teenager, I knew I had to work to get those things. And it's interesting because Sally also talks on your podcast about research done where daughters will make more money watching their mothers Mm -hmm. work as well as uh, be a mom. And I think watching my mom gave me that basic foundation. So I, I feel really blessed that I have that and that drive and that perseverance to, you know, there have been times where I've wanted to just fold up and quit, and you don't, you, you persevere through it, you pay it forward, you don't make it about yourself, you make it about paying it forward and serving, and I, another one of your guests talks about that, how women are more likely to serve, and I have a team that's amazing, the people that are surrounding me now, are so passionate and they just want to help other people. And then the p- product is a great product. And we were the first to launch. And now there's all kinds of products out there that are cauliflower pizza. Traders yes.
0: one and- well, cauliflower is kind of the new kale. It's everywhere. And it has had some a great PR run. I mean, but like you said, it has a lot of nutritional benefits. It can be substituted for, you know, the starchy foods that we love. There's cauliflower rice, which is all the rage right now. What would you say is your financial philosophy, Amy? You talked already about your approach to business, paying it forward, but when it comes to your money, do you have a mantra? Well, I do believe in investing in yourself. I believe you are your biggest asset.
1: you know, for myself, my first, I got, I had an example of somebody, I worked at Sierra Nevada Brewery in college. I went to Chico State and I worked at Sierra Nevada Brewery all through college. And Ken Grossman, the owner of Sierra Nevada Brewery, gave me my first 401k plan at the age of 19. So I think investing in yourself, investing in your business, investing in yourself and being able to grow internally. I think that Going out and spending every dime you make and driving fancy cars and all of that is not wise investments as far as if you're trying to build a business. I think you should invest in people. I think you should put back into the business. And so I've really tried to do that this last year. So people say, wow, you've made millions, but you're still driving your old car. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I'm investing it in the people, I'm investing it back into the business, and I want to pay it forward. So that's why we started our charities as well because I really believe in taking 10% of it and paying it forward.
0: Like mm. Warren Buffett, he still lives apparently in the house that he's lived in for a lot of his life and he it's a joke that around town he drives around in his kind of, you know, old-style car, but he is a role model for a reason. You know, he's made his fortune because also I think he's kept his margins pretty low (laughs) all the while. Yes.
1: Yes. And I had to learn the hard way. I wrote a book before I launched Cauliflower Foods. However, I just put the book out on Amazon. It's called The Clean Switch. And it's stories of my clients, but I also tell my story. And part of my journey was at one time, I thought I needed to live in the big house and drive the BMW and have all the fancy parties. And while I still love nice things, my my car is a 2007. I mean, it's older and it's, it's great. I've chosen the money that we've made this last year in cauliflower to pay it forward, to invest in my people. I'm invested in growth internally. Um, and then also back into the business with, you know, more machines to make it more automated, more people to help handcraft the product, better quality ingredients. So yeah, I, I, I look at Ken Grossman, too, of Sierra Nevada Brewery, who makes millions and millions. When I worked for him, people used to think he was the maintenance man because he would show up every single day, and he would be there working, and he'd be in his overalls. And people didn't realize he was the owner of the company. And I love that. I love that example. And so that's that's my mantra, really.
0: You're a millionaire next door. <laughs> <laughs> i read that book. <laughs> yeah. We love those people around here on the show. We love to profile millionaires next door. So what is next? I mean, what is the goal here? I'm sure you've thought about it. I'm sure you think about it all the time. Where do you want to be in the next? I mean, look at how far you've come in just a year. Where could you possibly be in the next five years?
1: I'm very excited. I do think about that quite often. Matter of fact, tomorrow we are launching one of the one of a kind only product out there. And it's a cauliflower collagen wrap. So we are coming out with some new products and we will be launching those this year. My ultimate goal is to build it. I have eight wonderful women. I want to build them up to none of them come from any kind of formal background in this particular area, just as I don't myself and we've all built it together. And so they all have dreams of doing their own businesses after this. Of course, I want to sell it. I want to build it to sell it and be able to let somebody like a Nestle or a Green Giant or Kellogg's take it or even Oprah, by the way, (laughs) because on Weight Watchers, it's only six points, have them take it to the next level. I think this year, we're going to be able to take it to a $20 million company. I have no doubt about that. We've already, it's halfway through the month and we've sold more in 15 days than we've had any other month in 2017. So we're already on track to do very well. And my team is so passionate, such hardworking women that I have no doubt we're, we're gonna be very successful this year. And I hope in 2019, I'll be able to sell it. I'd like to start a foundation with, the, with some of the money Um, something I'm looking into doing right now, whether I sell it or not. um, I definitely want to be an inspiration to young girls that struggle, that don't believe that they have the ability to do something on their own. I think I struggled with that for many years coming from a single mom. I, I watched her work really hard for somebody else, but I never thought I had enough to do it myself. And I've, been able to change that mentality over the last five years, 10 years. So I'm excited to pay that forward as well, work with maybe
0: some troubled teens, inspire them. What has been the biggest source of your confidence? For me, it's probably been my children.
1: Yes, my, my children are amazing and they've been right, right there with me and they definitely inspire me to do better and be better. Absolutely. My husband has been such a support system. He's always believed in me, which has been wonderful. He is, you know, I, I don't have to work and he has always supported me in wanting to work. And he's been there to be a great father. So, in times where I can't pick up the kids, he's there. So, that's been wonderful to have. I'm very inspired by other people, other people like yourself, other people that I've met that have made something from nothing. And I love that. I love that people can break through their fear and drive towards their dreams. I mean, I just really am passionate about helping people see themselves bigger than what they are and paying it forward and serving others. Because I do believe if you can help others, it comes back to you tenfold if you get out of your own way in your own head.
0: What's a setback or a failure or a regret that you had experienced in your financial life, career life, that you learned an extreme amount from that has informed you going forward? I
1: love this question. And I've actually contemplated writing a book on this because I've certainly made so many mistakes this last year and each one I've learned from. But I will say To anyone that's wanting to start a business, especially if you're looking to start a business with another person, you've got to make sure you really evaluate that person and what they're going to bring to the table and what you're going to bring to the table. And look at your value system. Make sure that you have the same values, that one person isn't all the money and the other person is bringing nothing to the table. And I think you really need to think about that. Also, another, you know, another mistake I made was not believing in myself enough to realize that there were a lot of things I could have done and saved myself some money early on. Like it's pretty easy to file your own trademark. But I didn't learn that until later I hired lawyers and spent a lot of money on different trademarks and it's pretty easy to do it and I'd love to teach people how to do that. Marketing yourself, you don't have to spend thousands and thousands of money on marketing. You can google and learn how to do graphics and create your own ads online if you have an online business so there are a lot of things that i hope one day that i can pay it forward and teach people how to do without spending tons of money and then when they do have a setback and they learn that maybe somebody hasn't put in everything into the cash flow statement and maybe things have you've been burned a little bit how to put on your big girl panties and keep moving forward because there was there were days where i just wanted to stay in bed and not get out of bed and and quit and somebody said to me put your big girl panties on and get out there and keep moving forward and it's worked it's worked you can you know you can move forward so i have a lot of gratitude for our team too i'm very blessed for the people around me who were fighting along with me to keep everything going. And it's interesting because the food industry is very male dominated. There is a lot of women starting to come on, but that I've been put into some interesting situations this last year with male dominated <laughs> situations. Yeah. Um, yes, it, it's it's been an interesting Do tell,
0: Amy, do tell.
1: <laughs> well, I was one of five picked for Project Nosh in New York. I did. I was blessed to be able to pitch the product to a panel of judges. One of those judges gave me at the time what I thought was great advice, but it turns out behind the scenes, he was investing a couple million dollars into a competitor of mine. Hmm. Who, <gasps> yeah has a trademark very similar to mine. Um, And I've chosen to take the high road and move forward. This is the first time I've actually ever talked about it. But he did give me advice. He advised me to alter my brand, rebrand myself. (laughs) (laughs) Makes more sense now, doesn't it? I had no idea he was an investor, and that was taking place during the time I I pitched. So those things are interesting. You know, I will cross his path again, and I will shake his hand and I'm glad that I didn't take all of his advice. But you know, I I think if we do the if we're just doing the things that we know are the right things to do and we're moving forward and making products that are healthy. You can read the ingredients. They're simple ingredients. We're not trying to add fillers and make a product fast and cheap to make money. We're really, really trying to make people aware of clean ingredients healthy ingredients, simple ingredients. I love the company RX Bar.
0: Me too. They're actually a sponsor of this show and I just ate one. So- <laughs> I, they We're
1: kind of following in their footsteps. Actually, yeah. Somebody pointed that out to me. We're doing things a little bit off the cusp. We started with massive online sales instead of going into distribution and grocery. And we started basically in my kitchen. They started in their basement. But Really, we have that same kind of philosophy and it's – I love that brand. and I- It's the
0: transparency. They put their ingredients right on the front label so you know exactly what's going into your body. Yeah. And it's great if you are health conscious and nutrition conscious. It's just – and, you know, it's filling – It's tasty depending on your kind of sweet tooth or you have a salty tooth or you like fruits or you like chocolate. It's, there's something for everybody. And, you know, I guess millennials are snacking more than ever. We're eating on the go. So it's a great way to satisfy your hunger, but also eat something that's not pizza. Well, cauliflower pizza is one thing, but you know, I was going to say like greasy pizza.
1: Yes. Well, I love that our pizza is. it can be used for sandwiches, lasagna. We cut it up and make it, we make it into crackers and crisps. I mean, it is so versatile. I'm going to send you some, we have all kinds of recipes on our website and we also have a new YouTube channel. So we're offering different ways to use the crust. So we are not just a pizza. We're more Mm. of an flatbread and we're 180 calories for the entire nine inch crust and we're only six veggie carbs. So if you look at the fiber and the veggie carbs, it's actually three net carbs. So we're great for diabetics. There's no added sugar. We're, we're really just fresh cauliflower, eggs, cheese, and spices. We have a plant-based that is dairy free so we use a little bit of almond flour and olive oil and nutritional yeast and then our collagen wrap is also going to be plant based and it's got a little bit of collagen in it and cauliflower and then we've also added chia flour so we're really simple ingredients you can read all the ingredients I mean our Three top biggest sellers are four ingredients. So it's simple, just like the RX bar, and it's filling because there's a lot of fiber.
0: Well, Whoopi Goldberg loves it, so it must be amazing. (laughs) And I look forward to tasting it, Amy. Let's do some so many fill in the blanks. This has been so much fun learning about the development of this business, your passion, your childhood, your philosophies, your setbacks. Let's do something fun now where we just finish these sentences, okay? Okay. All right. If I won the lottery tomorrow, the first thing I would do is. Oh, I would create this other business that I'm dying to do. Oh, yeah. What is that?
1: (laughs) I have this whole other business that I would love to do on sleep, which I've heard you in your podcast.
0: Yeah. I don't get much of it these days.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that that's a whole nother show. And when it happens, I'd love to come back and talk to you about it. Hmm. And I would I would definitely start the foundation that I am eager to start.
0: All right. So you're going to revolutionize the way that we approach sleeping. I like it. It's a good way to reinvest that money. Yes. When I was growing up, the one thing I wish I had learned about money is? I wish that I would have learned to save more and not feel like I had to
1: spend it on the way I looked or on material items. Hmm. Wish I would have learned that lesson sooner. I did learn it, but I wish I would have learned it sooner.
0: Well, at least you had that 401k at age, was it 18, 19. 19? <laughs> Hopefully that <laughs> balanced things out. When I splurge, I love to spend my money on. Oh, I love to travel.
1: I love to spend my money on traveling with my family. And yes. that in away in beautiful places with them. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Where So where are you headed this year? Any plans? So in
1: 2017, we spent time in New Zealand and we spent time in Costa Rica. Uh, besides the trip going to Mexico, we are going to do something a little bit um, quicker, which is Hawaii on our end. We're going to Hawaii um, with the kids. We also will be going back to Mexico for Thanksgiving So, we are going to splurge though on an African safari, but I need to invest more into cauliflower and and save that budget for that. We are starting to save for that. I'd like to take the kids on an African safari. And I've been, Africa's kind of been calling my name for other reasons as well. Mm -hmm. I'd like to go.
0: Cauliflower mm-hmm. is like the new gold. It's the new Bitcoin. Forget Bitcoin, people. Invest in cauliflower. This is oh, a... so
1: funny. My 15-year-old <laughs> keeps convincing me, like, keeps talking to me about Bitcoin.
0: Listen, we're, everyone's talking about Bitcoin, <laughs> which is reason why you should not be investing in, in Bitcoin. Because um, last time everybody was talking about an investment, i.e. housing, look how that worked out for us. Great. Um, okay. All right. Uh when I donate, and you kind of touched on this, but let's let's re- revisit this. When I donate, I like to give to blank because
1: well, the first I give to my church because I've always felt that way. At least the last few years, um, I also give to the organizations that I feel very passionate about, that I know are making a difference, and that have somehow affected myself. Um, my newest thing for 2018, though, is I am picking team members hmm. and I want to invest in what they're passionate about. So it's exciting because we have a team meeting coming this week and I ha- they don't know that. But I want to invest in their passion because I'm fulfilling mine. I want to start fulfilling theirs since they're working so hard to build it.
0: That's wonderful. And that's quite a way to retain employees. I mean, that's what people want these days is to feel like they work somewhere where their values are aligned with the business's values and what better way for their boss to invest in what they care about. That's so special. I'm uh, looking forward to hearing their reaction to that.
1: Yes, I have one quick little story I want to tell you about that employees because I think it's really important when you have employees and something I learned early in 2017 before I started hiring employees, Google in San Francisco had us come out. They started serving our pizza on Wednesdays and they had us do a tasting at Google. And so once we went through all the security and set up, I got to spend the whole day there and watch their employees. I got to talk to a lot of their employees. They come and go as they please. They have their job assignments, but there's not a clock to punch in. They feed all of their employees. Mm-hmm. They really they massage all
0: their employees. <laughs>
1: do amazing things. They do their I mean, laundry. I won't even tell you. Like the bathrooms are bidets and heated toilet seats. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is to the extreme on that <laughs> end. But I will say that. For us to get in there, we needed to do the all-day happy hour. They wanted feedback from their employees. Is this something that you would want to eat? Is this something that appeals to you? And the feedback was phenomenal. They loved it. But I, I got to see how they invest in their employees, and
0: no wonder they're so successful. It was amazing. Yeah, well, when your employees never leave work. <laughs> <laughs> Because the amenities are so amazing. But let's be honest. Google knows what it's doing. You know,
1: they their pets there. They had a
0: place for yeah. the wife
1: they had rooms where
0: I would I would just set up a a tent in my office why pay New York City rent or uh, San Francisco rent when you can just live at your desk get your laundry done get fed all day there's probably a shower in there somewhere
1: oh yes a coffee shop all kinds of things but it was great to see how they invest in their employees and that's that was my point is I really tried to reinvest in my employees and I can't wait to find out at this meeting, I know pretty much, but I can't wait to find out their specific organizations that they want to pay it forward to. Most of them are not in a position yet in life to contribute the kind of money I've been able to this last year through Cauliflower. So I'm excited to be able to use some of our resources and pay it forward through them.
0: Awesome. All right, Amy, last but not least, I'm Amy Lacey and I'm so money because I'm
1: so money because I love paying it forward. I love people. I love creating products that have purpose and a meaning and provide something for somebody, something great for somebody and can change somebody's life.
0: Hey, if you can make pizza healthier, you are my so moneyest guest of 2018. You get the hat. Uh, Thank you so much, Amy, for being you, for uh, the incredible... Charity that you provide the world and not just the pizza, but really the the ways that you give back. It's really commendable and really uh, excited to have you on the show. And hopefully, you will uh, not only change diets out there, but you're going to change lives. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. And hey, 52% of our online sales goes to your area. So I'm out there quite a bit. And you asked where you could get it. One of my favorite places is Foragers in New York. And I thank you so much. I feel absolutely blessed to be on your show. Absolutely. Aww, the awesome. pleasure
0: is all mine, Amy. Thank you so much and happy new year. Happy new year to you too. Thanks so much to Amy for stopping by. By the way, if you want to try cauliflower pizza, head over to so manypodcast.com, click on this episode and in the show notes, you will find the link for your 20% coupon. And by the way, while you're there, click on Ask Varnoosh, leave me your question for the Friday episodes. And while you're there, let me know if you would like to co-host with me. I like to bring on listeners onto the stage to share the mic and go through our listeners' questions. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And I hope your day is so money.